got an intro? Is this yeah, well, well, we'll see. A musical interlude. Okay, so what's up, guys? Welcome to the Dad Podcast. I'm here with the man, the myth, the legend that is Lexonidas Griffin. So Good I, afternoon now, isn't it? It's three o'clock. Yeah, you're late. Um, so something I find really interesting is asking people to introduce themselves. So how would you describe right. yourself? Right, so my name is Lex Griffin, or if you know me online, I'm Lex Fitness. So I'm a full-time YouTuber, and I'm not going to call myself a social influencer because I don't like that. Okay, so, so that, this I is what I was getting at. Yeah, I'm an online persona that um, can sometimes make you feel decent about yourself. Cool. And hopefully not bad about yourself. So, for free. For free, for free. <laughs> so you said then you don't like the tag of social media influencer. Yeah, I don't like it because... And it's only in recent times, I think it was true earlier on, when we were all really raw and just like, hey, look what's cool and what I can do. But yeah. now, like, how are you influencing people by like showing a haircut? Like endless every time. You know what I mean? There's, yeah, like, yeah. That, there's so many things on there now that are used to advertise things that aren't really that influential that I don't think calling yourself a social influencer is right anymore. Okay, so, so you're kind of saying that... Um, well, let's go just to an account that just shows butts. Like that's, it's, that's it's your, that's like your a, most a Brazilian, yeah. Your most, your, your most visited. Brazilian, Brazilian girl takes pictures of her ass, like for the entire thing, and has like a million followers. Not really an influential account, is it? Like, what? Well, what's she, that influential? I think if they've got a million, in my opinion, yeah. I think if they've got a million eyeballs looking at them, um, they're going to have some level of influence. But I think probably where the disconnect for you is that it's not providing value. Value, yeah, that's the one. So I think there's a lot of influencers that don't provide value, so I don't like to call myself an influencer. And so, so I feel like we give value, don't you? I think we do all right. Um, I think that's probably part of the, the joy and fun of what we do, is we try and give the people that follow us for whatever reason, whether it's they're, they're wanting workout content, whether they're wanting haircut advice, probably not from you. But um, hey. <laughs> um, I think you know the Viking dude is coming back. Mate, I'm actually a big fan of that. Yeah, it's um, kind of, oh, big, there's a few little changes coming to it soon with okay. the new series we wait. Oh, exciting. Um, so let's have a talk about, you, you introduce yourself as a full-time YouTuber, mm. okay? So for those watching, or, okay. watching on YouTube or maybe listening to the podcast or maybe watching on IGTV, whatever platform they're we, consuming this on, right? we, are, Everywhere. we are scattergunning. Spamming. Yeah, spamming for, for the like. Um, <laughs> So give those guys a little bit of an insight into a day in the life of a full-time YouTuber. Okay, so I say full-time YouTuber, but I guess I'm a bit more of an entrepreneur, I guess, because I'm running a number of different little businesses. And okay. YouTube was kind of the, the first outlet that created a decent influx of money for me to be able to go and do other ventures. Okay. Because prior to that, when I first started on YouTube, I was as usual dude, I was just training. Um, I'd just come out of fighting, and I'd give myself the goal of doing a bodybuilding show. Yeah. And I just vlogged it, just vlogged the journey, just more for accountability for myself, but because I was watching Matt Ogus as well at the same time. So it's OG times. OG times, yeah, old so school. Thought, well, Matt's been out there, and then obviously um, I started doing macros and put that out there, and that's what kind of elevated me. Because everyone yeah. else was bro eating the chicken and broccoli, and then I came along and showed how scientifically you could monitor your diet and still eat kind of things like ice cream and sausages. Like Flexible bread. diet stuff. Flexible dieting whilst cutting through something as extreme as a show. Um, so. Uh, yeah, that's how that came about. Um, but prior to doing all that, I mean, I was like working security, I was training during the day, because I was doing like MMA twice a day. Yeah. Training security at night, and then I went from there to move to Manchester to then do property development. Kept doing a bit of the 
writing and then actually moved out of that when I got the opportunity as kind of the YouTube thing picked up a little bit. I got the opportunity to go work with men's, men's health, it was at the time. Cool. I just kind of spiraled from there, just kept doing, you know, took, take opportunities, position myself, keep moving. Keep yeah, so, so what was it about necessarily YouTube that gave you the confidence or made you want to pack in all the other stuff you were doing? Pack in the, the fighting, pack in the security, so pack in the property development. The reason, well, everything came to a head. So uh, there wasn't a singular decision. Um, it just, it, here's what, here at work is it worse, is if you want to do something, you don't stop what you're already doing because that's your basis. That can yeah, yeah. from food in your, bed, roof Bread and and food in your belly, yeah. What you do is alongside that, you, you add extra grind to your day. Yeah. And you start positioning yourself in another avenue. And you hope that eventually that avenue will then become your main road. Yes. And that's how it kind of works. So I've just kind of done that, like stepped across, across, across and into new things and let them develop. And as they've given me an opportunity to take them further, I've taken it and gone. So it's not, people think things are like day and night, you know, <laughs> just decide to do this. Like, so I talked to someone the other day saying about how there was, it was uh, my videographer who was saying, speaking to a new, a new client of his, and he was saying the guy was debating about doing YouTube. Yeah. I was like, what's he debating about? It's not applying to go on YouTube. Yeah, you can yeah, just yeah. go on there. You can go on there, teach people how to go bog-eyed. Yeah. But you know, there's no rules. What are you debating about? And I think people think that there has to be this big build-up and this big um, plan to go and do something. Just go and do it. Go and try. Get involved. So is that kind of like if you were going to give? Yeah, if you yeah. were going to give somebody like who's interested in starting YouTube or starting social just media, what, what? Yeah, what's your main? What's your main sort of advice? What would be your kind of like two-stage plan? Two-stage plan. One, get over yourself. Yeah. And two, be yourself. That's it. Get over yourself and get on it. Just start posting things. Like, everyone says, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to, what someone said to me the other day, oh, I don't want to look like a dumbass. I was like, dude, we've, we're all dumbasses at some point. <laughs> Whenever you start something new, you're a dumbass at that thing until you get good at it. Yeah. That's the whole point, but you, you're never going to get good unless you start. And it's the same with anything on social media. Start. That's it. Get rolling. Because... Even if you have the greatest plan in the world, you don't know how it's gonna pan out until you actually do it. Like, nothing ever goes to plan, does it? Yes. So I don't, I don't tend to adhere to plans as much, or timekeeping as you found out today. <laughs> Cheers, pal. No, that's a bad I've only got the studio booked for 20 minutes, so <laughs> that wraps up the podcast here. <laughs> no, so we've got a bit more time. Um, so if we were gonna take a look at your daily life, I know you said you have multiple businesses, but what would a day in the life okay, of okay a professional YouTuber look like. Okay, yeah, so I went off tangent before, didn't I? So, um, it, it can be really bad because you're your own boss. Yes. You're kind of like this, but you're a bit better than me because you have on the street businesses. I, can, I, can't, I can't work in my pyjamas yeah, without, without, exactly. get, without getting so some you, seriously you have, dodgy looks. <laughs> yeah, you have like a real reason to be up and out the house. Yes. But if you're like full-time online, there's no reason to be up and out the house. There's no one telling you to get out of the house. So, one of the main things I do at the moment is to try and get up in the morning early, even though I don't need to be. What is early? So I want to be waking up at like seven. Good time. So that then, you know, you have that hour of your own self in the morning, have your coffee, yeah. wake up a little bit, go through some emails or whatever, and then maybe start the day like nine, like a normal job, try and play yes. it that way. Because recently what happens is when you, normally I'd, I'd, be, I'd be going to bed at three or four o'clock in the morning, waking up at like 10, yeah. and it just gets scattered. So at the moment my day looks like getting up and I've started this new thing where, uh, and I actually just did this yesterday as part of the new series, it was, part of, it was the first time I did it, jump in a cold shower in the morning. How cold? Like cold, 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 c
two, three, go, you've got to, you've got to like psych yourself up to jump into it. And then when you, when you jump in, what happens? So all your the balls automatically, your balls your automatically your balls get balls sucked up into your throat. <laughs> it's really weird. It's like, it's like your body goes into a vacuum and cold water hits you. It's like everything goes, <laughs> yeah, it's like that, that moment of, yeah, real cold. But then you've got to stay under there for at least 30 seconds to a minute and you big, big deep breaths. So you yeah, breathe yeah. in through the nose and out through your mouth. So you're not hyperventilating, not yeah. big deep breaths, 30 seconds to a minute. Um, and the idea of it being, it just wakes your ass up the shock factor but two it's supposed to spike adrenaline endorphin release yeah. it's supposed to help reduce negative hormones like cortisol okay. yeah. um, and all that kind of and spur recovery and stuff so that's the start of the morning and then it'll be depending on what I've done the previous day it'll either be editing the videos on the previous day or planning the video that's yeah. going to be going that day now sometimes I have a videographer come over he comes over kind of like twice a month for two days at a time and we'll try and like get two or three four videos in those two days Yeah. so they're hectic days so if they're in, we're up early and out the door early. But other than that, it's kind of plan the day, get the videos, decide what we're going to do, and then, and then obviously deal with anything uh, in the morning that you have to do emails wise. But yeah, then it kind of the day runs itself. Yeah. So as, to, as to what you're training and where. So do you um do you like put much thought and strategy? So like, if you were looking at producing, like you just said, you've got a video series. What's this video series? Okay, on? so the new series that's coming out, which is still as yet unnamed although I do quite like undisputed as a title for it because maybe, maybe we can help you come up with a name yeah okay yeah. <laughs> if we can brainstorm a name it'd be good but it has to be short and snappy you see because on YouTube titles you can't have the title taking the whole line yeah all that nonsense that it's be, is it, is it yeah. clip is clickbaity the right? no, no no I click, don't want it to be clickbaity because this is all going to be so the reason that's not going to be clickbaity is because what I'm doing is got bored of weightlifting yeah. I've never been a massive fan of just weightlifting Okay, the only reason I end up just weightlifting is because usually my days are get busy for whatever reason and then I end up getting to the gym late and I've only got an hour. Yeah. And it's easy to fit a weight session in an hour. It's not easy to fit in like hard, like kind of functional circuits in the hour because you need the warm-ups and everything. Weighting's kind of go in, do it, get out. Yeah. And I got to a point where I was feeling really unfit. Like, because I came from that MMA background. You, obviously, as yourself, you do a lot of running, a lot of functional stuff. You know, yeah. there's that athleticism a little bit, in you. Yeah. And you can easily lose that and get, like, kind of blinked on just weights. And I felt that happened because I was starting to feel a little unfit. And I went back to bag work and did some boxing training. I couldn't throw a goddamn punch without something twinging or feeling tight yeah. and pulling in the back. And I was just like, this is no good. And I was kind of fed up with the way, I think I was fed up with the way YouTube was going as well. I didn't like the fact that we were having to chase kind of algorithms and clickbait bullshit. Yeah. It goes against what I want to do, but I'd started doing it because I felt like I needed to. Yeah. And that was a poor decision. And I stand by what I should listen to myself is be yourself. Just follow that through. Don't try and chase things. Because it only ever downfall. It's only ever a downfall here. Yeah. Because you're not being used, you can't keep it up. So this new series is me restarting everything for the channel and for yeah. me. So and, and going back to my roots and going back to my roots means going back to fighting. Cool. So we're going to be doing, I've already filmed a number of things, but I'm going to be training with Owen Roddy out in Ireland once no. in a couple of weeks. That's so cool. Go, basically go and live in Ireland for three days at a time and live in the SBG gym. What, three days a week? So every two weeks I'm going to go for like three days, yeah. spend three full days, at, not in Ireland, I won't even, it may as well not be in Ireland, I'm going to go to SBG yeah. and fucking live in there. Just for three days with Owen, training maybe twice a day, going through different drills, joining in different classes. Savage. Yeah, rebuilding a savage. So I'm doing that whilst then when I come home, whatever he gives me to do, I'm going to follow while I'm back at home. Yeah. I'm going to be joining another boxing gym. So I'm going to talk to a couple of people around where I live now, uh, some boxing coaches. But then also, I've been out to LA recently and I hooked up with Shane Faison, who's the guy who runs Spike Tips, the channel. Okay. He's got 1.9 million subs. 
and he is a, he's a pure savage and an excellent coach yeah um so i'm going to be nipping out to la every so often to follow up with him maybe go through some unique training sessions with him but also the reason i want to be out there in la is because i want to try and get on undercard of the ksi logan boxing that is a great strategy so so pretty much what you're saying is by ignoring the sort of clickbaity nature of youtube at the moment and kind of going back to your roots listening to your own voice youtube is allowing you to become a professional athlete again pretty much well it's the right the the becoming the yeah becoming an athlete again is the driving force behind me wanting to do youtube again because i've fallen out of love with it yes i've fallen out of love with it because i just thought it'd become i've never been in love with youtube sorry youtube but i see at the beginning it was great in the beginning it was really great there was such a community on there and it was raw like everything was titled as it was chess workout whatever you know it was simple or learn to do this learn to do that there was none of this clickbait it didn't exist when it first started so that was like five years ago so this clickbait thing is a real new thing that's just taken over and obviously with more conglomerates coming onto youtube as well like the big talk shows and stuff they're, they're kind of dominating things and change the way the algorithms even run and spin. Yeah. So for fitness and stuff, we have been sidelined, I think, on YouTube quite a bit. Okay. So uh, for, for all that stuff. But I'm going to bring, I think what people do appreciate now, it's coming full circle, is when they do want to find something fitness, they just want to fucking find what they're looking for, find something motivational. Yeah. They don't want to have to sift through clickbait to see if there's something actually in there of worth. Yeah. Which sometimes there is something in there of worth, and the clickbait is like a, a good clickbait but still relevant to what's in the, the main videos yeah but sometimes a clickbait is 30 seconds of a 12 minute video and that's that's, that's annoying. i don't want to be doing anything like that so furthermore to be a boxing so that's the goal so yeah is this is this going to be no, so is this going to be mma or is it just going to be no, boxing so, is it going to okay. be okay so i'm going to be training mma and boxing okay because i want to become that athlete again obviously i have that mma background so why waste that knowledge and talent that i have sure let's rebuild that and get that back just because to do MMA and kickboxing all that is so functional, it's so good for you. It's what created my physique the way it looks. The reason I have yeah. like a great back, good triceps, it's all the fight work really, yeah. punching, punching muscles. But the other thing is, the whole purpose of the, of the series is, one, to get me back to where I want to be on a personal level, but two, to show people that you don't have to be inside four walls of one gym to look a certain way or to be good or to be healthy. And the way we're going to do that is, we're going to do the training for the fighting, we're going to adapt the weight training so that we're still maintaining muscle mass but getting fit for boxing yeah and then after the boxing match we're going to run and do a physique show oh brilliant so we're going to show that you can do all this cool shit yeah, and yeah, still yeah. getting getting being shaped getting to do a show. yeah so you don't have to have this sacrifice of kill all your sports in life because you want to do this one thing yeah. you want to show that you can do both that's that's the goal of it and and it'll be working on strength and conditioning and real specific stuff that is actually useful stuff i don't even know yet so basically, you've you've laid the foundations from from listening to your plans just there. You've laid the foundations for what's going to be a fairly epic it's going to be mini fun. journey. And when yeah. when are you planning on launching the series? So two weeks. In two weeks. Starts in two weeks. Yeah, and then okay. we've already filmed the first like five episodes. So by the time this podcast goes live this will this will be a while so this will probably be january oh january so you're, so you're, oh, we're you're already running yeah you'll be deep right now i should be deep i should be looking decent okay decent. <laughs> if i'm not you can you feel free to come and abuse me online that's absolutely in a, in a positive manner in a positive in a positive support yeah um okay so we're coming up to the halfway point in the podcast and almost almost yeah almost um and to kind of 
kind of give this little section a wrap up because we've talked a lot about YouTube, a lot about social media. Mm-hmm. What is your, um, what are the, the best and the worst things that you feel with social media today? Best things is its reach. Like I love the fact that somebody literally this morning messaged me from like South Africa, yeah. just saying something that post I put it last night, something like that was really good, got him out of bed this morning or whatever. And I do actually go and read messages as well. So I think if you interact with your followers online, that's a great thing. I think, so let's concentrate more on positives for the start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's the reach that you can, you can affect people from around the world whilst not having to leave where you live. And that's I th- fantastic. I think that is probably... That's powerful. Yeah, that probably for me outweighs 90% of the negative things. Mm. And the fact that what we were talking about earlier at the start of this mini interview was giving people value seeing that value land with people. So you put something out there and it might be something as stupid as, hey, here's the workout I did yesterday, I'm freaking sore, give it a try. Yeah. And then some random dude in India gives it a go, goes to his local gym, gives it a go, learn something. loves it, yeah. learns something, is on a step forward, and then yeah. they come back to you and let you know the impact just you've had. Thank you. Yeah, yeah it's just a little thing. thanks, a little post-workout selfie, a tag saying, great workout, appreciate it. Yeah. That is, this is going to sound completely crazy, crazy and cheeseball. That is incredibly rewarding and we're not getting paid for it. It's not, look, yeah. goosebumps. Yeah. That definitely gives me goosebumps. You actually have. Yeah. yeah, it does. I just, I was just thinking about some of the people I've met at Expos and stuff who, they like, now this is going to sound conceited, but you help change their lives. Now I'm going to get it. Hopefully yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't deliberately help people change their lives, but what you do is you'll find that people have just listened to something you've said and all that happened was is you said something that really hit them at a certain moment in time, just at that point. And yeah. What you said to you, to what we're, when we're doing it might seem like just normal or insignificant to us, but it touched that person at that moment in time in such a way that it like flipped their life one eighty. Just it just hit them at the right time. So put something into action. Yeah, you don't go out there like I'm a superhero with Jesus lives. No, you just put positivity out there and hope that it dings off and you know because it affects people. But sometimes it affects people to such an extent that one guy had me in tears in Expo once. You are a bit of a pussy though, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lover, not a fighter. Um, that, that's the only time I've actually done it, but he was like, he made such a change. Yeah. Like not only in his physique, but his actual whole life philosophy. And I've been contacting him online back and forth, like helping him out. Yeah. You, know, like, you know when you get these regular followers who use Yes. And they always become like a little online friend. Yeah. And, um, and then when I met him, he was just- Online he looked, friend. Yeah. <laughs> He just looked so good and he was so happy. He started welling up and he just got me. Just got me. Broke me down. I was so good. Four years and not, not one boo-boo. And then he buzzed me. Broke me down. I don't think I've ever cried at an expo, but... I wasn't like wailing. Mate, I've but I had a tear. <laughs> you're just like, Laney, you're going to have, <laughs> yeah. to, uh, you're gonna have to, just to... Take over here a second. Take over for a second. I'm going to pre-workout. Yeah, and I think but that's a very, very big positive. And that's when like a lot of... A lot of uh, fitness people and especially guys um, that have been around the block a little bit not saying that we've necessarily been around the block a little bit well, we're obviously still beautiful <laughs> spring chickens but um, they complain about expos and you know oh, it's the same. they don't know they're born they haven't done those grinder expos that we yeah. do eight or nine hour days yeah. no breaks exactly but it's oh. one of those things where you know expos can be a bit tedious but all you need is for that one person to come to you I remember being in Ohio on the back of like a three-day expo. And they're long days, they're 8.30 in the morning till 5.30. You like Chipotle. Yeah, you literally just on pre-workout and Chipotle. Yeah, pre-workout and Chipotle. And this guy came up to me and he was like, oh, you know, I was hoping to see you here today. You know, I read that, oh, I, I downloaded your plan three years ago and look at this, uh, I've lost 75 pounds. 
It's mad, isn't it? And it's just like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, and give me a hug. Like, yeah. And it's even more impressive because we can't comprehend how much work that took. Because yeah. fortunately for us, we've never been in that situation to have right. to do. And I genuinely think that's the hardest thing is to be so like out of where you want to be to drag yourself back to a down. Because I mean, we're, when, we're, when we say we're not, we don't like how we look, awesome. we still look better than most average people because of the nature of our work and the amount yeah, of training we're, hi- we're, hi- we're hypercritical yeah, about so the way we, we look, yeah. for sure. So we can't, yeah, when we feel that shit, it's nothing to what these other people are feeling who, you know, have to have these crazy full-time jobs or maybe have got a crazy family life or whatever. Yeah. We're lucky that we're able to train twice a day if we want to and do things like that. It does make life easier. So for them to do it and drop that much weight or even, do you know, one of the main things I've noticed recently, eating disorders with guys. Guys do yeah. it. So you used to show people showing you the like fat loss things. Yeah. I've stuck, now people are showing me the weight gain. That's insane. I think that's really crazy. But yeah. People have the confidence now to come out and say, I have this eating disorder. This is me here. And an anorexic guy, especially a guy, yeah. talk about that. So I think the positivity is still rolling out there and it's still working. But that definitely, I think you're saying it outweighs it. So even though there is a ne- the negative, so the negative side of social media, let's cover that bit, Fine. is like you were saying with the Expos, when we started, it was raw, wasn't it? And yeah. We just gr- we got work done. Like it, we, we treated it like a nine to six job. It was it was a slog. Yeah. But it, but it was also one of those slogs which you enjoy because and appreciate. yeah, because as I said, everyone that queues up to see you for even if it's for five minutes, they give you energy that kind of yeah. pushes you through the next three hours. And that, that whole, that, that way of us just like treating it like, you know, um, work and really getting involved with it. We were there, so we talk about like the golden era, but it was literally five years ago. This social media yeah, just spiraled yeah. so much, but yeah. at that beginning time, everything was real and everything was true, pretty much. Yeah. And that wasn't, it was, yeah. you know, so the negative for me for social media is the way it's evolved now. We went into it where we weren't getting paid. Yeah, we were maybe getting travel expenses and that was it but yeah. the rest of it was our own time our own money that we yes. were putting in just to see and meet people we spoke to online or go and do something positive so we were doing it for the love of doing it people now want to be on social media to make money Yeah, and that for me is the big downside and it's always going to be the way like people as soon as something becomes popular people see how they can monetize it but now we're getting people young people coming on to social media to make money so they're creating personas and they're not true that's my big negative for the moment is because how many times you get this when you meet people at, at something and they're like, oh my God, you're just like you are in your videos. Oh, so and, like, and you actually look reasonably I, like you yeah, do on Instagram. Oh, yeah. yeah fun, but, funny that. I edit my photos a lot as well. So I'm very surprised <laughs> when people say that to me. I'm like, I spend at least 17 hours editing every photo that I post. So for me to even look semi like I look in my photos, big shock. But yeah, but do you not think like, for them to say that, that means they've met people who are nothing like they are in the videos. For them to have that opinion. Hey, but we meet people. Like, how many people do you meet? Like, we can't say because we're behind the scenes, but we know how disingenuous a huge percentage of these people are. The thing is, like, I've yeah, we 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 are lucky when, enough to see I'm an retired, inside track. I'm just gonna do a big soapbox freaking beat down. So, so when, when we retire, we're gonna we're gonna re. So this is gonna be our first podcast. <laughs> so when, about the when when we. 2000 yeah so when we retire we're going to do a hotel babylon style expose podcast on everybody who's a massive douche Um, be prepared but yeah and i think i think from a even from like a mental health point of view i think the sort of almost disingenuous and then you don't like something about yourself for whatever reason that is like 
that's who you are. You should just like kind of accept it rather than changing it, mm. editing it, putting it out. And don't get me wrong, I edit my photos. It, it's naughty, I know. What I, I have you're a role. You're not photoshopping though. You're just, no, you're just, you're just being, creating better light and stuff. That's better light. I'm not going to. photoshopping. Well, sometimes I put a little extra texture in my hair. <laughs> that's, that's not photoshopping. That's clarity. Some, clarity is just something. That's some, allowed. Some, sometimes I take a few wrinkles out. That's just really? Soft. That's just soft. You don't have any. I know. <laughs> it's not true. When I smile, I've got beautiful little smile lines. That's laughter lines. Laughter you should lines. be proud of those. Um, You've had a good time. It does. Um, <laughs> no, but as in, if I look at a photo, I would edit it so that it's almost like, if you're taking it as like a, 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 a I'm not going to say a piece of art, but you're taking it as a visual and something that's going to um, represent like a visual. And I would change something that makes it a better though. photo. No, the positive from that is I've learned loads by editing and I love editing pictures yeah now. you do I know that I had to do that for but I absolutely love it so and you're good at it as well well I've gotten good at it yeah. it wasn't at the start but it's one, another positive is yes people edit the photos when you put them on there but you also learn a new talent by starting to do that yeah. so it's a, it's, it's a cool little thing like I know a lot of people who are online now are becoming like videographers and stuff because yeah. they've got so talented at what they oh, do so, so they're many. able to like create a new business where they themselves become a videographer rather than being on the camera. Well, mate, a lot of people doing that. Something that I've seen is, probably in the last year, is the actual most in-demand people on Instagram are not necessarily like it used to be like the fitness influencers or the lifestyle influencers. It's the content curators. It's yeah. the content creators. Yeah. It's these guys behind the cameras here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, I'm, when, when I asked you to introduce yourself earlier, I almost thought you were going to say, Content, content creator, creator. because 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 you you know you you spend time you spend effort and you've got a definite skill set at producing good quality content that people like so i'm going to come and say it from now on so yeah makes it go. makes you feel more serious it's like in the beginning hi i'm the i'm a content creator um <laughs> anyway so i think i think that's a really good without getting too in depth about the pros and cons of social media i think that's probably a really nice way of kind of wrapping up Listen, if you can work on social media, you're a lucky git. So just appreciate it and be fucking happy. Because I can't stand people who work online, have this great job, and walk around and miserable. Yeah. I want to slap them in the face and say, wake up. You could be in an office, nine till six, grinding in a little cubicle. You're not. You're out there doing something that you chose to do. Yeah. And as long as, you know. Which is pretty lucky. I mean, if you're doing something that's got value or worth, there's no reason you shouldn't feel good about yourself. Yes. So if you don't feel good about yourself, maybe look at what you're doing online. That and that yeah. there is a clickbait title. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Nailed it, skill set. Cool, so what I wanna do now, I wanna do, to break that up a little bit, I wanna do 60 seconds with Lex Griffin, okay? So this is gonna be a exactly. really, this is gonna be, exactly, I've got 15 quick fire questions, okay? They're, they're super quick fire. I want you to look straight down. I think this camera, yeah? Right. So it's going to zoom in on your face. I'm just going to read out these questions, okay? And I don't want you to think too much. Okay. I just want you to go bang, bang, bang. Okay? Is this like when they decided where to go on a driving trip for Joey and friends? Potentially. When you quickly ask things and then ask something really inappropriate and answer quickly without realizing. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So in three, two, one. Here is the learn about Lex. <laughs> In 60 seconds. Okay. Chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate. Deadlift or bench press? Deadlift. Oppo or halo top? Oppo. Bath or bath? Bath. Whiskey or gin? Whiskey. Handshake or fist bump? Fist bump. Snooker or pool? Pool. Football or rugby? Rugby. Instagram, Facebook? Instagram. Pizza or curry? Curry. Jim Shark or Alpha Lee? Jim Shark. <laughs> Steve Cook or Sean Stafford? Sean. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> 
MMA or boxing? I know I'm about Oh, uh, oh fuck, no, I can't. MMA or boxing? MMA. Hip hop or rock and roll? Rock and roll. There we go. <laughs> okay. So That's I think. That's a little bit scary there. Sorry? What's going to come next? Yeah, I, I actually had to take a few of these off because when I originally wrote these, I wrote some slightly <laughs> inappropriate ones. <laughs> um, and I was advised that for our first. Front hold back, Mission Me Bone. Something like that, yeah, exactly. And I thought, I thought, I thought, I'm going to get a text when this goes live. I'm going to get a text from Sophie saying you're a fucking idiot, <laughs> and you're going to get a text from Lainey saying I can't believe you said that. <laughs> yeah. I thought you liked it this way. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so that is your learn about Lex in 60 seconds, which probably is a good opportunity to delve a little bit deeper into Lex Griffin, the man. So. Mate, where are you from? I know you're a okay. northern monkey, but whereabouts are you from? Bit of a nomad, bit of a nomad. So, grew up in Lancashire, in... Up to, up to north. Up to north, past wall. Up past wall, where, where goldlings are. Wildlings. Um, where did I start out? So I was in Grantham. I lived in Grantham for when I was younger with my grandfather, who just turned 99. I saw that. Was what a lad. Still loves his weekly beer. Um, so, we lived with him through kind of the younger years of my life with my mum in his house. And then we moved, so that was Grantham, so that's Lincolnshire. Then we moved to Lancashire uh, and lived, that's basically northern area, in this area called the Ribble Valley. I stayed around there, went to school there, all the way through to teens, went through um, to college in Quakes in Blackburn, which cool. is like Queen's Grand School. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's on scholarship, so. Happy days. Yeah, for no, what? No for what? Well, because it was a private school. Yeah, but what was the scholarship for? For oh. smarts? Yeah. For, so for if, sport? If, if, for... No, if you took the exam and you were like, class as being intelligent enough, they had to set amount of spaces yeah. per year for scholarship students. Okay. So my mum couldn't afford to send me there, but I was, they were doing They were smart I, enough. I, for... I came high enough in the test levels to be one of the ones picked to go. Oh, so he's a smart yeah, lad. Yeah, right. He's a smart lad. Well, I copied a bloke next to me. Did really. you? <laughs> <laughs> and hoped he was a smart lad. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I got the, you know, and that was an all, all boys school, so. Explains um, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you, I mean, I don't know who thinks all boys schools, like they, they do it like it's going to be a better decision. If you put six lads in a room together, what happens? After half an hour in you, you do the stupid stuff. Yeah, yeah. So put like a hundred lads together for seven years. What do they think's going to, like the amount of stuff we got up to? Hilarious. Um, did we just tortured teachers endlessly. We, oh, it was brilliant fun. Brilliant fun. Not, so, not something you'd recommend to any of our young listeners. Oh, no, do it. Torture them. <laughs> 100% enjoy your school years. Just do it in, a, in like a funny way. Don't stab them, you know. Throw a pretty stick at them. You know, yeah, best yeah. one. Here's one for you. Paint, this paint, paint the tipex. In your school kids. What's that? This is painting the tipex. We used to do painting this. Painting the tipex bottle. Yeah, so we used to do this all the time. We used to, um, so I like used to get the tipex, um, paint the outside of the bottle, put the lid back on and then throw it to someone. <laughs> and obviously they catch it and they get tipex all over their hands that's and go because that's like permanent that's that's permanent stainage no they, they, no they would they would catch it oh yeah you wouldn't yeah you wouldn't throw out that blazer you throw it for them to catch they'd oh, catch okay. it and get it on their hands oh, but right, tipex right. is an absolute bastard to here's a really off. good one that you can do um and the reason it's good is because you don't quite know how it's going to react so you know those prick sticks yeah, yeah, yeah. get one of those and make sure it's warm and then just launch it at the ceiling if you get it right it'll stick like a dart yeah, at yeah, the yeah. ceiling and then it'll come down about 20 minutes into a lesson. So you do it above the teacher's desk. You launch a good three or four of them. Yeah. And this <laughs> one, in a high ceiling room, obviously. Pick your, pick your targets properly. And, that, this, uh, and this section here is called How to Torture Your Teacher. How to Torture Your Teacher, yeah. <laughs> obviously, you've got a classic pin cushions in the chair. 
Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, well. don't do that. Um, we, we actually had a, um, we had a, like a 70 year old geography teacher called Foe. His name was Mr. Forward, but we called him Foe. Um, I hope he's still alive. I don't actually know. But um, he used to wear this super thick, like tweed jacket. Like, like every, every, yeah, he's the yeah. lad. Um, every, every class, same jacket. And we used to get water guns <laughs> and spray him in the back. Without him knowing. Because he had a really thick jacket on. He, I think he probably knew. I just think he couldn't be fucked to, uh, <laughs> to tell us off. Yeah. But like, we used to try and, try and spray the word foe in his back. Um, Hilarious. We could for that. Physics, you know, or chemistry teachers have to wear the white lab coats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we were a school of fountain pens. Oh. So the, the flick of the fountain pen, every time he walked past, just all like this behind his back, he left with it. Black back of his just lab coat. We got toasted the next lesson. Like, yeah. Out toast. It was worth it. Well, that's the thing. He'll walk into the teachers' office, the teachers' like <laughs> staff room, and they'll just be like, "You've been <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> you've been mugged off by year seven, mate. <laughs> have a word with yourself." Yeah. So that was yeah. Went to old boys' school there. Did that till college. Great time. Then went to Newcastle. 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 New Newcastle. Went off. Went off. I have to swear when I do the Geordie accent. It's the only way I get into it. Yeah, don't do the Geordie accent because yeah. anybody that's actually probably anyone from the re- anyone from the rest of the world that doesn't live in Newcastle yeah. won't have a clue Newcastle is a lovely city though and I went there for, to do a biology degree um, for three years so that's 18 to 21 yeah. that's where I got into playing rugby properly so it's all the way through school I was sports mad I played yeah. anything anything that I could do I was playing rugby football basketball badminton uh, the only thing I didn't play was cricket it was too boring it was too fun don't like it um, so when I went to uni and I was playing the town teams as well whilst growing up in yeah. school. Not really doing anything fighty at this point. Went to uni, um, went to apply for the basketball trial for the basketball team. Yeah. Got on, hated it. They were all, because I did town team, I even got up to the north of England stand for basketball. Hello. Point guard, obviously, because I'm not six foot four. That's the one that dunks, right? Yeah. <laughs> so one stands on the edge and does really cool moves and then passes it. Oh, like Bugsy Moogs? Yeah, Bugsy Moogs. Bugsy Moogs yeah, Bugsy Moogs moves. So, um, went to do that. And obviously, when you're in the town team, all that it's all about camaraderie. Someone pops up, it doesn't matter. Just get back, defend, work yeah, together yeah. as a team. If you bought some of your teammates, our coach would kick your ass. You know, because it was redundant. Yeah. And it's a good life philosophy that don't sit and whinge about what has happened. Just get on and carry on. Um, so I kind of carried that through in every sport and everything that I do. Um, so when I went to uni and applied for the basketball trial for the basketball team, I got on. But they were so one, such a one-man team. Like everyone was looking for glory. Every time they got the ball, they weren't looking at the teammates, they were looking to get to the basket. Yeah. And I just hated it, it drove me nuts. And my roommate at the time, I played rugby through school, but only in, in like inter-house stuff, yeah. never for the school. Um, he was a big rugby lad, because he was from a boarding school. So uh, he was from Ampleforth. Very rah-rah. It's a very rah-rah Very good rugby. So he dragged me into going to trials for the rugby for union stuff, ended up doing that and got carried away with that. Carried down for the full. I actually carried down a year afterwards as well. Ended cool. up going like to Gosforth to try and um, they offered like, to like go semi pro and do that, but then mm. ended up moving away. So you've got smarts scholarship. You've got a little so bit of a little bit of sporting area. prowess, All and then and then from then you've. Uh, I think this is probably one of your biggest claims to fame. You were you the first ever Gymshark athlete? Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, that is. I was there when they were still making it out of the garage. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And so let's talk, let's talk a little bit about Gymshark. It's and mad because it's only five, five, six years ago. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so look at the growth of a company like that, that you've been there since day one almost. Um, I'd say they were probably within the first year when they found me. Because 
they, what people don't know is Gymshark came about, you know, because of Z's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you don't know who Z's is, just Google Z's. He was this like Australian guy that started the epidemic that was people saying, you're admiring. You're admiring. Because are you admiring me? And it was like a whole cocky, that, that was the aesthetic era. He kind of created that. He did, didn't he? And then he, he had, had the worst hair. Yeah. Rest, rest of really? Sword, rest. I quite liked it. Yeah, he's, to be honest, you would like his hair. Yeah. <laughs> you, you would it's like very his Paul hair. Weller. Is that right, Paul Weller? Yeah, it actually looks a little bit like Ollie's hair. Nah. <laughs> If we had another camera, we would just switch it around and say, <laughs> actually, production, can you pick up, can you um, throw up a picture of Ollie right now? <laughs> Followed by Z's now. Um, but he, yeah, let's put it, so he basically, he created this like online aesthetics kind of thing. Of yes. Basically, look how good I look. And he's a bit of a cheeky lad with it. Yeah. But so Probably banged a lot of birds. Probably. Probably. If he could, I don't know. Although, although I, a lot of drugs on me. Yeah, well, they didn't. From, I don't know. I don't know too much about it, and we're probably going to get slated in the comment section for not doing our research. But didn't he? Wasn't he found dead in a sauna? No, that's true. Okay. He dead in a sauna in Thailand. Right. I think it was heart problems, underlying heart issues. But he was he was a he was a party boy, wasn't he? So yes. God knows what chemicals were in him. Okay. I think he stroked out in a sauna, something like that. There's nobody really knows. I don't think it ever came out what it actually happened. Just the uh, result of what. Yeah. But he anyway he basically passed away as a result of that and obviously there was this like legacy he, that then made him explode yeah like, as ever, you know you're more famous when you're gone than when you're yes that he was a real testament to that kind of happening and so they uh, I think at the time they were selling um, prior to Gymshark launching there was they were the, the guys were selling Z's vests okay with that so it didn't say Z's on it but they had that pose yeah, like, uh, yeah. Frank, did Frank Zane? Frank Zane. It? it was yeah. the Frank Zane pose that then. <clears throat> so they basically were selling stringers that had different prints on them, and one of them was this. but it was Frank Zane pose, whatever. Um, and that stringer got so popular, they sold so many, they were able to bank a good amount of money to which they then launched Gymshark from. As far as I'm aware, that's what I'm aware of. Okay. I might be completely wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what. Okay. And then obviously, so they they had their, they were already making the stringers. So then they started just doing new prints and colors for yeah. Gymshark logos. And that's when they kind of found me because when they found me, they would send stuff out to me. I would try it on, and I would send back like what I thought, like yes. oh, shorten this two inches because my nipples are constantly out, or whatever. And slowly, yeah, over time, it was really kind of um, intimate. Yeah, thing. yeah. And then so fast forward five or six years, and what do you what do you think of the um, the Gymshark familiar now. What do you think of the company? What you know? You know? Are you? Wow. Do, do you think the? It's what do you think of the kit? It's night and day, right? It's. it's I mean, it's. It, you, it couldn't even compare it to what it started. That's not thinking yeah. Now it's a legitimate sports company. Like they, they have invested in the technical side of everything now. So they're running with seamless wear, dry fit wear, you know, wick away from fabrics. Their kit is ridiculous. They're basically running the same level as the major brands yeah. like Reebok and Nike and all yeah. that. They're, they're on that. They're on that level of technicality now. Right? So it's, they have a different person in charge of different facets of every part of the organization. Whereas before, obviously, it was just a couple of people running the whole thing and kind of going as they go. And now it's all very, segmented and regimented and, yes and, and well it's a proper has, business it's a yeah, proper company and, and right it has growth plans and they have to have targets and everything's made like six months in advance yes. now. so it's a complete it is it is a conglomerate now it's, it's huge 
Yeah, it's as you said, going from a sort of made in the spare bedroom business to a two hundred fifty yeah. million dollar business in seven years is incredible. Um, the power of social media. And I was going to say, and I think it's da- you know it is down to not only the vision of the guys at the company, but also the way in which they reached out to people like yourself and the, and the first guys yeah. that really they, that was know, it. They, yeah, they they targeted. YouTubers and nobody else had really thought to do that, yeah. but they thought to do it because they were young lads watching YouTube themselves. Correct. And, they, and that was it. Whereas the old older guys running other companies, they didn't know what YouTube was. Correct. So they came in on this upswing of social media, timed it right, and people call that luck. I don't call it luck. I call it um, forward thinking and positioning yourself. So there's no such thing, in my opinion, as luck. There's just the way you position yourself in life. Things come around if you're in the and, and opportunity and, and, and taking opportunities. opportunities come your way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're not putting yourself out, that's, that goes back to that whole thing of should I do in social media? Just fucking go. Because if you're not doing it, what are you missing out on? Yeah. You know, if there's only one thing that's happening if you're not going to do it and that's nothing. Cool. Um, so yeah, now as a company it's it's um, obviously the the some of the head of the company, like Ben, is still Ben. Ben hasn't changed. Other than the fact his dreams have got bigger now. Yeah. But he's still bent. Like his his main goal is just creating cool shit, and he's always been like that. So that's nice to see. Like, um, and then obviously now it's there's board members and all these other things, which you know they have to have as they grow to a certain yes. level. You could you have to delegate. So it's yeah, it's it's going to be one of the big hitters in the next three years, isn't it? I think. It's going to be really interesting. It's already that. one now. Yeah. Like, in terms of coming alongside like that um, Under Armour and all that kind of thing going to be up there I think so I think um, I think certainly they've positioned themselves um, you know the growth is insane yeah. um, and it's, I think it's just for them they've got a lot of really smart young vibrant people working for them who you know they get social media and they as a, as a company they are they are the first adopters of a lot of yeah. things so yeah. they're going to you know they're going to really work to be you resilient see as well behind the scenes they try a lot of stuff yeah so we'll often go and do a lot of things that you might actually not see much of yeah because it either didn't create the vision they wanted or it was just such a, a, a flash in the pan thing that they were chasing that they now they move on to the next thing. So that happens. That's one thing I have noticed a lot of is um, the way in which they have to move so quickly so they can have a plan and then that plan could suddenly be now dated even two, three weeks later because something else has happened on exactly. the social side. Yeah, that yeah. wasn't the case before. You just have an idea, you go full run through it. So there is that aspect now, I think, where um, there's not as much free reign as there used to be to be able to kind of do as we want. Yeah. They much more have to be tailored towards that mass market now. So that's the change I've seen in it. Yeah. So if we're, if we're looking at Lex Griffin, the fitness athlete, the content creator, mm-hmm. um, the full-time YouTuber, and then we're going to look at Lex Griffin, the fur daddy, the husband. Oh God! So you're um you're a married guy. I am. Yeah. Sorry, all those um all those guys watching that. Yeah, sorry, quite fellas. fancy his. Sorry, fellas. Sexy voice and husky beard. Um. <laughs> so you but you recently married. So what? How long has it been now? A couple of years? No, one and a half years. Oh, sorry. Am I getting you in trouble? Shh, you're getting your actual. So okay. yeah, we're just use your fingers. Count it out. <laughs> so it was May last year. We got. So a year and a half. Yeah. Give or take. Yeah. Um, so if you're going to give any of the guys watching or any of the guys and girls listening um, kind of your insight and tips for getting through the first 18 months of marriage Ooh. here we go just break it down to like a top well, three well live with the person first 120% yeah 
and these people that get married and never live together are mental. Um, and then kind of it should just roll on. I mean, everyone keeps asking, does it feel different? Not really, and I don't think it should. Because you should, the reason you got married is because you were at a certain place which you're, you know, where you're happy. Yeah. And that like should be an elevated place anyway. Yeah, for sure. So, why get married if you're not enjoying exactly. yourself and you why feel secure? And you don't know everything about that person. That's good. So it should just roll through. The only the difference is, is, I suppose you have, uh, then you have the onset of right family creation and all yeah. that kind of jazz. Like it's it's a stepping stone, isn't it, to what's further to come? Yeah. Um, I'll be honest, like and and Lainey knows this. Like to me, I was never dead set on having to be married. Yes. So if it never happened to me, I would have been cool with that. Yeah. Which is fine as well. So if you don't feel like you want to get married ever, that's cool. It's fine. But it got to a point where, you know, there was a person there that I was willing to do it with. And yes. I felt right. I felt right. Yeah. So it did it. Cool. So that's yeah, uh, that's one that's that's, that, that, that's one thing was live with them beforehand. Hundred percent. What's the second? Is it wife's always right? Happy happy wife. Happy no, life. I you, no. <laughs> I think you should fight your damn corner. Like. Because if all you ever do, and this goes for women, for men and men for women, if all you ever do is back down to someone else's... You always like compromise, yeah, needs, yeah. All you ever do is compromise, eventually it'll explode. Yeah. So you have to have those happy mediums. You have to realise when you're being a pain in the ass, yeah. which I'm quite constantly a pain in the ass. Yeah, I can, I can see that. Because I'm disorganised and messy. So I'll realise... Laney's not. Laney is... Laney's like yeah, Lane, like, probably... Laney's probably more like me, and Laney you're probably out, more like Sophie. If she's... Yeah. yeah, 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 that's exactly how we are. Yeah, so she'll freak out like if she wants to leave at half ten and it's like gone half ten, she'll freak out. Yeah. Whereas me, I'm just like, it's only five minutes. <laughs> and it turns into 20 or whatever. And I'm just like, well, we'll get there, we'll get there. Yeah. You know, uh, I just don't know. For me, I don't like stressing about, like, if I'm late, I'm late. It's like, there's no point stressing about it now. I'm, it's already happened. Yeah. So, um, but she's very much like organization, what's happened today, what's happened tomorrow, which is great because I'm not like that. So she organizes our diary lets me know what's going on when yeah like just the other day i was like ah, is it so part of my new series is i've gone inside and we've moved i'm now able to train at barbell black country barbell, oh yeah yeah um which is awesome but there's a it shape. looks like a great gym dude it's it's not massive but it is it's epic. great yeah great vibe um, great kid lighting is i was going to say the lighting looks full, lighting. full on natty. yes it's a great aesthetic looking gym for, for content creation and photos and all that but Yes, benefit of this now is I've been working with um, Jake from there, yeah. who does strength and conditioning. Like cool. he's a coach at strength and conditioning. Yeah, yeah. And he trains fighters and uh, athletes. So a really interesting thing is to be able to go down that route with him. Um, and that's one of the benefits of having moved. I can't remember where I've tangented from. I don't know. So it was like, I think it was rule number two is Fight your own corner oh, in your it. relationship. So yeah, uh, she lets me know what we're doing. Because yeah. I met Jake, like literally went to Barbell for the first time yesterday. Yeah. And I met him and I was like, oh cool, let's do something on Sunday. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I get home and I tell Lena and then get told off. Because she's like, Sunday, we're doing this. Our, our mums are over and we're doing this and I've got this planned. And I'm like, yeah, but it'll only be in the morning. And she was like, no, you can't and change it. And I was like, no, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, so things like that keep me on track. So otherwise I double book myself a lot. Because I say yes to everything. Which is also a really good char- you know, characteristic to have. Say yes, you don't miss any opportunities, but also yeah. it can get to a point where stressful. you can spread yourself a yeah. wee bit thin. So there is that. So it's um, understanding your, I guess, understanding your partner's irritation levels. Like, <laughs> is number two. Be, 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 your, be yourself, 
but be aware that you can be a dick. <laughs> yeah, and, much, yeah. and that if you are selfish, then chances <laughs> are you will either get a swift uppercut to the face or a horse's head in the bed. <laughs> She's Irish, right? Yeah, You're definitely going to get a horse's oh, yeah. head in the bed. Okay, and rule number three for um, surviving the first 18 months of marriage. Uh, oh, okay. Um, talk. Communicate. Communicate. Yeah, so we've, we've got a very good habit now of um, if something's pissing us off, to sit down and talk about it rather than get mad and shout at each other. Yeah. So... Uh, that that's helped massively because then you can realize the way someone else is seeing something because and this goes to life in general people will see things in a different way to you so you'll say something yes and to you it'll be nothing but to them they'll take it offhand especially texts oh. texts are terrible for this because there's no emotion behind a text so they if they're in a mood they can read your text in a moody voice Correct. even though it's not said that way yeah so you misunderstandings can come around through miscommunication so communicating your misunderstandings will dwindle so it's all about, yeah, because I think with a lot of people, there's what you say and then there's the meaning that they attach to it. So you could say, babe, how long are you going to be in the shower? And they could say, and they could take those words and say, he's saying I've been too long in the shower. Um, yeah. You know, he's having a go at me for washing my hair. And he's asking how long I'm going to be when he couldn't even be ready yesterday when we went out to have to go to that meal. Correct. Because he couldn't find his trainer. Correct. When yeah. all you're asking is how long are you going to be because I really need to go there and have a crap. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So it could be, you know, so it's, it, you know, words that yeah. exist. People always put a context to them. So I yeah. think, yeah, I think communication and as you said, sitting down and having a rational that's the conversation and not letting things fester is yeah. is a and very credible number three. Sign on number four that I get told her for recently is go to bed at the same time. Really? Yeah, I told her that because I'm always up later. Yeah. Are you? No, I'm the other way around. I'm, 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 I'm laney in this yeah, relationship. See, but guys don't care about that. Like, we don't mind if we go to bed on our own. No. There is definitely a difference between men and women in the, in the level of things that we give a fuck about. Yeah. Like to them, little things mean a lot. And those little things to us are pretty much never enter our heads. Like going to bed at the like same, time. Bed at same time. Yeah, I just, um, I always say, um, I try to go to bed like at 10 o'clock, whereas I think she's definitely a night owl, whereas I'm definitely an early morning, early morning cat. So. Uh, I reckon I've got that gene mutation. In fact, I'm pretty confident that it's called the owl, the, the owl mutation, is what they call it. They named it. It's an owl mutation. Yeah. Like no, so what it, what it is, You're literally you're making us up. So you have a circadian rhythm. Your circadian yeah, yeah. rhythm is your body's periods of awake and sleep in time with the rise of the sun and the, yes. and the sunset and nighttime. So my circadian rhythm, and if you have a mutation, your circadian rhythm is usually two hours longer than the actual day runs. Is this because you spend rather time instead of the sun, you spend it in front of a well, screen? It's just the fact that, no, no, because I, ever since I was a child, I've been like this. I've always been able to stay up really late and I've always struggled to get up in the morning. Mate, you're just trying to fucking palm yourself off. The no. next, you're like, I'm a fucking X you man know, or something. You're <laughs> absolute full of shit. You know when you go to sleepovers <laughs> as a kid? Yeah, yeah. Always the one left up at two o'clock and only one still awake. Like, what are you all doing? Yeah. Sleepover bitches. And then everyone else snapped out. And I'm like that. I've always been like that. So much so that I remember the one time I woke up and was just like alive and awake. Yeah. And my alarm went off and it was playing that. Wake up, it's a beautiful morning. And I remember it and I was like, 14. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's how bad. So there is, they've proven it now. They've actually um, identified the mutation and it basically means your day runs two hours longer than the actual day runs. So you're for, uh, forever on a catch-up run. Okay. Which is why it's super easy to stay up really late all the time. Yeah. Um, and harder to get up in the morning. 
So it is a natural thing if you do feel like that, you just have to combat it by creating better habits, which okay. I keep doing, but I fall out of them really quick. Well, hopefully with your new series that you are creating, it will get you into a bit more of a, That's the idea. a rhythm where you Yeah, can... you have to remember that anything we create online is usually to help benefit ourselves as well. Oh yeah. Like I'm usually showing, look I suck at this, I'm going to get better, so can you? Yeah. That's all theory. And you're going to see me fail at stuff, and you're going to see me trip up and fall. I can't wait to see you get smashed in the face. Smashed in the face. Nose goes already goes that one. Yeah, your nose is nose got, a bit bent. Yeah, not a lot of cartilage in that. Yeah. So yeah, that I think it'd be it'd be fun to do that that series and pose that. I'll incorporate the life style as well. Cool. See how it affects home life. Because I was quite grumpy when I used to fight. Don't say that. You're quite grumpy. I was, yeah. Because when you come into a fight, you're in fight camps. Would you consider yourself a grumpy person? Ooh, I used to be a little bit grumpy. But would you consider yourself grumpy now? No, no, no. I'm quite tolerant now. But I would say I've changed my diet to high fat. Not keto, but high fat. So I'm on 150 carbs, but 150, 160 fat. Interesting. 200 protein, just for people who want it. It's a shit ton of calories. No, it's 2,850. Is it? 3,000 if you're up the 160. I suppose 150 is very low for carbs, or it's quite low for carbs. Quite, it's, so it's low, which by no means yeah, like it's not, it's, yeah, it's not it's not a, Correct. So it's still an average It's still giving your brain a little bit of... Yeah, it's still giving, but the fats are so high. So my body's now fueling more from fat than, than carb. Because bearing in mind, prior to this, I was on 350, 400 carbs a day. Yeah. And, and so since I've done this, here's a weird thing. I love sweets. Love them. Always have. But always do. Now, no sweet tooth. Really? Yeah, really weird. First two weeks, first week I felt really lethargic, but like kind of like at low energy. Yeah. Second week I literally felt lethargic, like sleepy. And third week I pepped right up. And ever since that third week, boom. So I think those first two weeks my blood sugar levels were bouncing out, insulin levels were bouncing out. Yeah. And then once it settled, boom, my third week I was flying and ever since then I've been great. And huh. apparently my mood is way better, according to the missus and other people around me. So for those of you guys listening slash watching, if you want to get rid of your sweet tooth and not be such a grumpy bastard, eat more fat. Yeah, go drop your carbs and put your fats up. Plus, it's easier to eat out. Way easier to is eat that? out. Way easier. Yeah, because everything when you eat out is made with butter or oil or whatever. Oh, yeah. You can super easily take carbs out of meals, so but it's hard to take a fat out of a meal. And on that bombshell, there you go. that is probably a good point to wrap up this episode oh, of... Where are we going? Oh, yeah. An hour. An hour. That's quick. So basically, I, I watched the I watched my first Joe Rogan podcast last night. You what? Yeah, I, I'm just getting into it. But it was three hours. Three hours long. Oh yeah, brilliant. 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 Who's got three hours? Oh, I know. I'll tell you who's got three hours. Professional, professional YouTubers. <laughs> um, <laughs> the idiot who picked a motorbike wiggly route to come to London. Yeah. Added an extra hour. And um, that's who. So I don't want this to be that long i want it to be easily digestible for those guys watching on yeah. youtube i want it to be kind of like two 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 bite-sized chunks and then for those of you guys listening on the podcast hopefully this hasn't taken up too much of your day if you want to sort of subscribe to it you know what to do hit the buttons if you want to hear more from lex where can we hear more from you so just search lex fitness on youtube or instagram and i will pop up um what else are we on? That's pretty much the same thing, yeah. really, isn't it? I mean, yeah. my Facebook page is there again. Just search Lex Griffin or Lex Fitness or anything, and I will pop straight up. But the main two, definitely hit up the YouTube. There's just so much material on there. And everyone, do us a favor when you go on YouTube, 
there's a library of videos on everyone's channel. We've all made hundreds of videos. I guarantee if you can't find what you need then and there, on the screen in front of you, search through the history of the videos we've made, what the information will be there. People seem to forget that there's it's more than just those five three, videos yeah. that they see on the thing. We've done so much, but new series will be there. Um, how to show you how to, it's gonna be, you're not gonna have to be a fighter to follow it. It's just going to be how to take your training and make you functional and fit alongside having that kind of muscular physique that people still want. I'm just taking it to the extreme as I do with most things and going all the way into taking it to a fight just to show that you can just and then be, get on the stage afterwards. Just to be a bit nuts. Just, so yeah, you've got to have those challenges in life, don't you? Just set those goals. For sure, for sure. So thanks at Lex Fitness. Is it Le yeah. uh, Lex Instagram underscore at, fitness, right? Instagram at Lex underscore fitness. YouTube it's Lex Fitness in one word. Cool. And if you guys want to hear more from me, it's at Sean Stafford. Or if you're watching or listening on Facebook, it's Sean Stafford Fitness. This is the Dad Bodcast. <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for Absolutely. tuning in. And we will touch base with you next time. We are out. Mic drop. Boom.